all the generation what the heck that is interesting sounds like crap fix boys what's happened OBS. Not nah, you. <laughs> All I know is this never happens when That's I record. Kind of weird. Uh, good morning, <laughs> afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the generation of the with Jason Pasigan and Steve Flores. I am. I just took a nap. Just a pretty good, pretty solid nap. All right. Been pretty good. This is uh, episode nineteen. Alleged, well, possibly, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And yeah, so we're, we're recording this like 30 minutes like after the last one. I said, I'm napped. Okay, good. I'm good. <laughs> so we're going to talk about death. <laughs> My favorite. Probably one of the worst topics to talk about because <laughs> no one likes to talk about death. No, but I think it's uh, there's like a healthy way of looking at death and there's like an unhealthy way of looking at death. Um, and one of the things that that's always going to be true is that everyone, everyone dies. There's a lot of people working on not allowing that to happen, but uh, that seems like a, like a weird pursuit to me. What do you think? Would you live forever? Mm, I would not live forever, but like if I could be immortal and then choose to die when I want, then yeah, I would. Mm. Have you heard of the snail, the snail challenge thing? No, I have not heard of this. All right, so basically, there's a TikTok trend. It was the immortal, immortal snail. So, is it, would you take a mortality, but a snail? Well, for an all-powerful immortal snail, will know your location no matter what, and will spend the rest of your immortal life chasing you. Oh, that sounds fine. So you would take it? Yeah, just take just take that snail and put it in a jar. Yes, but it always could find a way out. What? <laughs> That's stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> okay, but I would do that because at the end of the day, like, I still have a way to die at the end of that, you know? If I really wanted to, like, if okay. I watched, like, after, like, all my time's up, I'm like, all right, man, you just touch the snail and boom. <laughs> I think this is, uh, this is exactly what happened in that show, The Good Place. You ever see The Good Place? Nope. I'm young. It's, well, it, I mean, it only ended, like, last year, <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, like, it was not that old. But, uh, yeah, the good place is about like this group of people that die, but then they they go to hell because they're they're all like bad okay. people or whatever. But uh, the hell that was created by their demon like looks and is and operates like heaven. So when they get there, they're all told they're all told like, oh, you guys get into heaven or got into heaven. So welcome to the good place, right? But it turns out to be like hell, uh, hell, yeah. Uh, that this one demon was was playing a trick on all of them. Sad. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last season was really cool because they actually make it into heaven. And then when they make it into heaven, they find like all these people that are just like bored. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I guess. And then they have parties every week, but everybody just is like, whatever. This is fine. Like, There's nothing interesting that's going on. We've already tried everything. So then they're they're in the last season, their whole job is to like fix heaven. And that's how they fix it is they they create like this doorway that uh, that basically like ends you like ends your spirit. Right? Just die. Yeah. Fully. But you don't know what happens when you go through the door. 
right? Like you could you like get reborn again. Maybe you could like you just disappear. Like nobody knows what the door what does, but it's a way out. Well, that sounds pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So like everyone that's in heaven then has a a way to end their boredom because heaven does sound like a boring place to me. Like if you think about it, like conceptually, right? Like what? Like like it, let's imagine that you could have any experience, mm-hmm. right? Well, heaven, like time is eternal, right? So you would actually have an opportunity to have every single experience. I guess. Right. So then, what would you do once you've had all the experiences? Die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like there, there would be nothing left to do. I don't know. We got we went off the rails like pretty fast on that that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was it's an interesting like like uh concept, you know. If you're Christian, you believe that there's like this renewing force that keeps everything interesting, but I don't know, I don't know, that doesn't sound like human nature to me, you know? Like human nature, like here's the interesting thing about humans is that we weren't meant to be happy. <laughs> what? No, we're not meant to be happy. If you put somebody in a permanent happy state, they wind up getting like depressed. Right? And they wind up causing like all sorts of like damage. This is what happens to rich people. Bro, if I was rich, it'd solve all my problems. Mm, yeah. Tell that to all the, the rich and famous people that have suicided themselves. Well, poor people do that too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. But to it's actually at a lesser extent, if you look up, you can look up like suicide rates by country. So does so dark. And one of the interesting things about it is like all the places that you would think like would suck to live like they have the lowest suicide rates. It's actually all the developed nations that have higher suicide rates. Crazy. Right. And And that tells you something about human psychology. Like if you if all of your problems are solved. Right. Mm-hmm. You can eat as much as you want. You can uh have the, all the experiences that you want you you can you have stable housing you have stable um like safety like there's no one out trying to kill you constantly right mm-hmm. like you have all your needs met yes right that yes. is actually like like the worst for you psychologically because humans need problems to solve like the only reason why we got to the way we are now is that we kept finding problems and then coming up with solutions to them. Yes. That's what technology is. All of technology is find, identifying a problem, creating a solution to that problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want to get across the world. Well, I got to create an airplane. Yes. Right? Or, like, I want to be able to eat as much as I want whenever I want. Then you create a grocery market, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want to I want variety. That's also a grocery yes. market, right? Um, they even have like like technology now to get laid what yeah dude you could go on tinder you just like scroll left scroll right and then hope you get a match right i guess yeah yeah so it's like everything is so easy so what do you do when everything is so easy well you start to invent problems and that's what and that's what most of the psychological problems that americans have are just problems that we've just invented for ourselves because we don't really have problems. I got problems. You have perceived problems. You don't have problem like you don't have problems like uh, somebody who's living in Syria has problems. We have different types of problems, but they're still problems. Yes, right. But yeah, and I'm not saying that that your problems don't feel 
any worse or better, right? But they're not like existential problems. Um, they can be. Well, they're not though. They if are. they can be, it means that they aren't yet. They are. They are. Like what? I What's an existential that. problem? You can't say that on air. <laughs> you hear that? Jason has a hit put out on him. Ninjas are chasing him. He will die unless you donate to the podcast. Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay, but like, um, we got to talk about death. We were straying so far away already. No, we are talking about death. We're talking about existential problems, right? Problems that have to do with life or death, right? Like, you, you're, you're not living in a village in Africa where there's the possibility that you could get eaten by a lion. True. Right. Yeah, you don't have those kind. Those kind. I could be. I almost got hit by a car last night. Okay, but that's not like that, that's like, a you problem. That's not a nature's trying to. Kill that's not a me problem. problem. That that person ran the red light and had his headlights off. How's that a me problem? Yeah, it was his you gotta look both ways. I did. His headlights were ears. Ears. And it was a silent car. It was a Tesla. It was a silent car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this story keeps getting better and better, and there was no one driving it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these like uh like so that's what anxiety is. That's what depression is. Right? Like here's a crazy story. Like according I started reading so there's these three books that I read that all have like the same like claim, right? Um evidence and reasoning. Yeah. So the first one is I think Sapiens. I think that's Yuval Noah Harari. Uh Tribe by Sebastian Younger. And this latest one was uh, uh, Free to Learn by Dr. Peter Gray. And they, all three of them, like, they're, they're using this piece of evidence to, like, make claims about other things. But they all cite that hunter-gatherer tribes, like, have very little instances of depression and anxiety. Well, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. And the reason why they don't have that much depression or anxiety is because they have actual, like, existential problems and they work to solve those problems every day. So this is what human beings are. Human beings are people that were meant to be given problems and then and our purpose is to like find solutions to those problems. Mm -hmm. Right? And this is why like retirement to me doesn't make sense. <laughs> because it's like well, okay, so you're supposed to like have a, a day at where you just stop working yes. where you stop having problems to solve yes right and then you're just supposed to like exist until death mm -hmm. that's so weird that goes so counter to what human beings are perhaps right this is why so many people like just die like a few months after they retire i for real yeah it's like it's like a legit thing yeah people die like like really quickly after they retire because it's like they don't like unless they have other things to wake them up. In you the retired like three months ago. No, I'm doing this. This is my job. That's true. Right. Like, it's not like I just gave up, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to hang out until I die. No, I'm doing things right. I have the podcast. I have the other podcasts. I write. I have my own sub stack. I have, you know, like I have I'm doing things. Right. Yes. I'm not like just sitting around, you know, watching anime all day. Anime. Yeah, you watch know. anime? Yeah, I do. But like only a little bit at a time. Like what? I started watching that Hunter Hunter show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. I like it. Uh yeah. It's interesting to see like the other day I, I like I don't know, I just started Googling like 
what are the top animes? And then you go onto like all these websites that are all about different animes and stuff. And it's interesting to see like what animes get like love and what animes get hate. Get a lot of hate. Like one of the things I saw was uh, My Hero Academia. A lot of people hate that show. It was good in the beginning. I love that show. I love it even now. Like I think it's really interesting. But uh, you know what I found is that that show is not meant for people between the ages of 18 and 35. And those people that are between the ages of 18 and 35 are the most likely to write up reviews and, and comment on boards and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like that. I don't I honestly think that show was created for people that are like like between the ages of maybe 10 to 18 and for people that are like above the age of 35. I don't think it's meant for for most people that are in the middle or in between those really? things. No. How come? Why? Because uh, if you think about the premise of the story, it's like a young person who's going out into the world trying to discover who they are and trying to reach their potential. Yep. Yeah, that's the hero story, right? And that's the story of uh, that you should be telling young people because it gets them motivated to go out into the world, explore, to find themselves to you know like which is what most people are trying to do right yes the other part that the other story the sub story that's going on behind it is the story of mentors trying to train like the next generation next generation yeah that's like all might right yeah that that's his whole story is he's just like trying to train and he's trying to get help young people reach their potential the only people that do that are people that are over the age of 35 um or the only people that are going to find that story interesting are people that are over the age of 35 that are looking to mentor young people. It's fair enough. Which is me. You. Right. Yeah. So that's why I love that show. I think if you're between the ages of 18 and 35, that show is like really uninteresting. Whack. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people go, oh, I don't like it. It's lame. And people just like to say things are lame just because they're popular because it makes them sound cool. You know? Edgy. Contrarian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so cool because I don't like anything that's popular. I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right, so death. Right. So if we go back to death, um, this is like our, like one of our purposes is to try and like solve solutions until we die. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah, I understand that. Like, I agree with that now. But like, bro, dealing with like another person's death. Yeah, that's very hard. Yeah, that's what I'm like experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, had a couple of weeks ago, like I had someone like I wasn't really too close to him, but like, I knew him. He died, which kind of just a real thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days ago, I had a friend that was a little closer to me die as well, and that basically was one of the many reasons why I'm just like whack right now in the last episode too. Yeah. So it's like yeah, there's three things that you should think about. When it comes to people dying what should I think and about? how you feel, right? Like number one, uh, the pain that you're feeling or the anxiety or whatever emotions you're feeling right now are temporary, right? Yes. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to last forever. There's no such thing as an emotion that lasts forever. All yeah, emotions that's, that's pass. That's a good thing. Right, yeah. So the way that you're feeling right now will pass with time too. Right. And the other thing is like this thing that's happening is not happening to you. It is just something that happened in the world. Yes. But it affects me. It affects you for sure. But it's not happening to you. 
valid. <laughs> Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And here's the last part, which might be the hardest pill to swallow, is Get. that this doesn't have to affect every part of your life. Yes. Correct. But, and it's not. It's a for it's a culmination of other things as well. Like this is like a factor for me. Mm-hmm. But, but it doesn't have to affect your life. But it is. Yeah. And this is where I think like it helps to think about the perspective of of like the dead person. Yeah. Height. All right. Yeah. Like this. So when I was young. Right. I was like about 10 years old. My grandpa died. Yes. Now I knew my grandpa really well Mm -hmm. because my parents both worked, especially on the weekends. So they would drop us off at at grandpa and grandma's house. So I would see him every day, talk to him. I'd watch the shows with him, you know. Yeah. And then until I turned 10 and then, you know, he caught cancer, went through. I saw, you know, him go through chemotherapy and, and all that. And, uh, and I saw him like suffer until eventually, you know, his heart just gave out on him and he died. You watched that? Yeah. You know, and that's, and it's hard to go through. And at the moment I let that experience like affect everything else. Yes. Right. I stopped hanging out with my friends. I stopped really participating in school. I stopped and it was just me using that event as an excuse to let everything else go. Yes. I regret doing that because if I think about it logically, if my grandfather was still alive, he would not want me to give up on school, to give up on my friends, to give up on, he wouldn't even want me to be sad that he died. Yeah. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when I die, I don't want anyone to be sad. Well, I'm gonna be crying at your funeral. Am I even gonna be invited to your funeral? Probably not. Why? That's besides the point. That is messed <laughs> up. I should be pause. I should be invited to your funeral. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna leave special instructions. I want Jason to be the only person that carries my casket. I don't want anyone to help him. I want him to. I'm a me Tello. on his me back. and Tello. Me and Tello. No, no, no. Tello's <laughs> banned from my from my. <laughs> my funeral why is he bad he has to keep a 10 mile distance radius between him and the entire you know procession right even if we're if we're driving through where he lives he has to get out of town he's bad he has to get out you know get out of dodge right <laughs> but uh this is a thing i don't i don't want people to be sad because i died yes you know what i mean like, are people going to be sad that I have died? Probably. Yeah, probably, man. Yeah, right? But that's not what I want. The people that have passed away don't want you to be sad. And they especially don't want you to use their deaths as an excuse to, you know, destroy yourself mentally. Well, I'm not destroying. Or I'm academically. That's why, or I'm, that's why I'm not resting. Uh, that, that's different. <laughs> that happened even before that. That's another special instruction. I'm going to, uh, when I die, I want Jason to get full eight hours of sleep for a week before he has to carry my casket. You put that in your will. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. That's binding. You I'm have to sure. do it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah.
But do you have any idea how much a casket weighs? It's a couple tons. Yeah, they're not tons. They're pretty heavy, though. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, yeah, I've had to carry a couple of them in my life. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. It's it sucks. It's really heavy. But um, yeah, like nobody wants. Nobody that has passed wants you to destroy your life over the griefing of them. And if somebody does, then that's just a shitty person. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I want you to fall apart at my funeral. I don't want you to think about anything else. I don't want you to be able to recover. I want you to be sad for the rest of your life. Right? Like that's a shitty person that wants all that for their <laughs> for their funeral. You know what I mean? Like think about that. Think about how crappy of a person you would want to be to to wish that everyone suffers through your death. Literally. Yeah. That's But how do you deal with death then? Um, because obviously you, this is gonna keep happening. It happened th- twice in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. yeah. It happened. Like, dude, if it happened twice in three weeks for you, how many times do you think it's happened for me? Trillions. Right. Like, it's it's even worse that I've, you know, I've had former students die. You know, people that I invest that I taught a whole year. I got to know them as people, right? They're, they're just gone. They're no longer around, right? Yeah. All the potential that I saw in them. And these people had lots of potential, right? It's just gone permanently. I know what it's like, dude. It sucks. It hurts. It's, it's painful. A lot. For sure, man. Yeah. Right? And there's no... And to tell you the truth, there's no... There's no thing that you can do to get over it quicker. You just have to let time pass by. I don't got time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know. Jason, the most impatient person in the world. Probably. Yeah. But this this is the thing. It's like you can't, like, you just got to let time go by. Time. Time. Time is the only thing that's going to fix this. Right? And it's not even going to fix it. It's just going to make it not hurt. (laughs) Literally, yeah. It's like irreversible. Yeah. Yeah, But, you know, even, even the pain, like, goes away with time. Like, not, like... It was very painful to be 10 years old and see your grandpa died. Yeah. Right? I agree. I've been there. Like, as a 38-year-old, it's way less painful. Yeah, because you've dealt with it, you know? Yeah. But here's, like, the worst part of it is, like, you forget with time. Like this, Really? This, yeah, this is, like, the hardest part to, to like, comprehend. Like, like, I'm almost 40, right? That happened uh, like 28 years ago for me, right? I forgot like a lot of like like how my grandfather looks like, how he would sound like when he talks, really, how he would smell, how he would dress, like because time just does that. Like your your brain wasn't meant to carry like around like all these permanent memories. You see, you just start like little by little with time, you start to forget the person and it sucks to go through that, you know, 
because it's like, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is you can say like, oh, then you didn't really care about them if you're starting to forget. But that's not true. It's not true. Yeah. It's just that that's just something that happens with time. And this is the other part of like of having that mindset of sometimes things happen. They're not happening to you. They just happen. Right. Like my forgetting is just something that is happening. Right. Mm -hmm. Like but it happens to everyone. So it's not happening specifically to me. It's just something that happens. And if I try to lose, if I start to lose sleep over things that just happen, right? Or if I start to like, like, hurt, like take it personally, all these things in the world that happen that I cannot control, then I'm just going to be an emotional mess yeah. for my whole life. Right? My entire life. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, then I can't take these things personally. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can forgive myself for forgetting and I can forgive myself for not getting emotionally amped up for everything that happens out in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so and here's the other thing, like if you want to be able to forgive yourself, you, well, you got to love yourself if you want to forgive yourself. And this is why I like why we say like, oh, like in the end, everything does come to love. Right. The, the, like that is the answer to most things. Right. You can't forgive yourself if you don't love yourself. Yes, I agree with that. Good right. Love and yourself. you can't love yourself if you don't do the types of things that make you love yourself. I love myself. Next one. <laughs> you don't love yourself? Huh? You don't love yourself? I wasn't talking about myself. I was talking about you, man. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I love myself. I'm great. I'm perfect. I won't say that much. I won't say that much. Nah, but I don't know. That's pretty weird. Like, I mean, again, it's like the like the potential thing we were talking about two episodes ago about death penalty. It's like, damn, all that potential is really just gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like that's why like it's more tragic when young people die than when older people die. Like my my, like I was telling you before we started, my stepdad's mom just died. Yeah. Right. I've known her since, you know, since, oof, how long has it been that my, my mom has been remarried? Probably like 15 years or 16 years. Right. Like, got to know that lady pretty well. Like, got to know, like, her husband, which is my stepdad, stepdad's dad, pretty well. He passed away maybe like five, six years ago. Right, like death is constant, dude. <laughs> like it's just constant. And I, and I get to know these people, and I and I loved my step grandpa. That guy was great. He could tell great stories. He was amazing. Like he was with it until like you know towards the end. And you know, my step grandma, like she was great. You know, always nice. Always like like asked how we were doing. Always was inquisitive. Like always wanted to hear. You know, even though we weren't related by blood, but she wanted to hear that we were all right and that yeah. we were doing good. Right? Yeah. Now that she's gone, it's like, all right, like, am I torn to pieces about it? Like, no, I'm definitely very sad about it. But she had a great life, man. Yeah. She lived to like a ripe old age. She like, she got to see her grandkids and. Just all and life. great grandkids, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 
And in that case, it's like, yeah. And, and she would not want us to be distraught and destroyed over her death. Valid. Right? Mm, yeah. Um, I think we'd say. I don't know, man. Just, just, just like, that's just, just such a hard thing to talk about sometimes. It's well, a fun. lot of people are afraid of talking about it. Yeah. And it's not that I'm afraid. It's just uncomfortable. Like, I just don't know what to say sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think at the heart of discomfort is fear. Really? Yeah. Like, if you think about, like, everything that makes you uncomfortable, there's, like, an element of fear to it. Like, it's not that fear is the primary emotion, right? But there is, like, fear is a part of that emotion, you know? Like, there's only a few, like, primary emotions. Fear is one of them. Fear, joy. It's, like, basically that, that movie Inside Out. Yes, I love that movie. Right? You have, like, fear, joy, sadness, uh, disgust. Anger. Anger, right? All the other emotions are just, like, combinations of those emotions. Right? Like, apprehension is, like, a little bit of of like disgust a little bit of fear right whereas like uh you know what's another complex emotion jealousy like jealousy right jealousy has a little bit of disgust in it as well and sadness anger right and anger yeah fear uh yeah fear there's definitely a little bit of fear and jealousy yeah yeah i would say so yeah Emotions are just wild. Yeah. It sounds like you don't have the, the the energy to be emotional right now. I, I, I don't, and I hate it because I'm, I, I really think I'm a very emotional person. And that's like why I just feel so crap about it right now. It's like I have all these emotions that I know are there that I want to feel, that I've learned to feel. I've learned to accept it, learned to express it. And for some reason, I'm just at a block. Yeah. You just... You know, it's just you don't have the energy. Get some good rest. Eat some good meals. It'll come. Oh, the problem is, is hopefully it won't all come all at once. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's all gonna come at once. I'm gonna right. explode, and I'm very scared. Who I'm gonna make sure you're on the toilet then. What? <laughs> I'm eating some vegan food after this, so my mind we have to be on the toilet. Uh, what? Well, I don't. Does vegan food make you go? To yeah, the I mean, vegan cheese probably. I guess vegetarians have the worst farts. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know. When it comes to other people, I could be so emotional still right now. But when it's just my crap right now, it's just like, no, 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 yeah, no. no. I hear you. All right. I just, in two, we'll see where we're at in two weeks, you know, because we're having a two week break here, I think, right? Well, the audience isn't. You're getting an episode a week, hopefully. Yes, but like I meant from like when they like hear us like in life, you know. Mm -hmm. Two week break. We'll see. We'll see where we are in two weeks. Yeah, hopefully you will have gotten good rest by then. I hope. We'll see if I let myself. It takes practice, like anything else. I don't need practice. Oh yeah, I forgot. Jason's perfect. <laughs> Not perfect. Jason but. is perfect. No, I swear, if someone else dies, okay, this is where like like my coping mechanism comes. It's co my coping mechanism is like comedy. If someone else dies, I'm gonna lose it. 
I swear, if one more person dies, I'm over it. Like it's it's done. Like, mm-mm-mm. I I don't think I could I could handle that one anymore. Yeah, but people die all the time. Yeah, but not this close. And people who I'm closer to, like, like this is ugh, no more, no more, no more. You know how much of a privilege that is. What to not have people constantly dying around you? Well, I want that privilege. I want that privilege. You know, I want that privilege. You know, you go to a war zone or whatever, or even even not even a war zone. You just like look at the average human like 500 years ago. Like, dude. It's like that that story that I told you of like this. Uh, I was reading this story of this. Uh, I think they were like a prince and a princess in in England, like like maybe three hundred years ago or something. And like the the wife gets gets pregnant like eleven times, and then only one of her children lives to see the age of thirty. Like, like, yeah, like that's how prevalent death was for most of human history. Most of human history is like just people dying all the time. Let's be immortal. Let's get Neuralink. No. Yes. That sounds like a terrible idea. Our brain to the cloud. Yeah. People get so bored. I I think I would. I think when people get bored, they start to turn mean. So you're just bored. You're just bored every day. No, I'm not bored. You're mean. Definitely not. You're one of the meanest persons. <laughs> That's just my generation, man. Generational divide. Like just aggressive, man. Generational divide. Ah, next week or in two weeks. Ugh, hopefully, cops better. You know, hopefully, cops better. These are like not bad episodes. But it's like fudge. Like I, I just wish I can like contribute more because I okay. can't contribute because like I just I don't know how to feel right now. I feel like I carried us. <laughs> you did carry us these two episodes, but you did because, like, I like right now I'm feeling lost, you know. And you're you're giving me solid advice for me and the rest of the people, you know. I hope so. You are like that's like the goal. Yeah, like I carry some episodes. Yeah, I've carried multiple episodes on my back. It was like sometimes I just can't carry well, all of them. Multiple. I think multiple. <laughs> but like you know, we can't carry. It's a, it's a part. That's true. Like burdens are meant to be distributed. Yeah, so you carried these two episodes, and hopefully, like soon, I'll carry the other ones. All right. So and then we'll be back. I' gonna ask. I may have. I may have a guest upcoming because I think this person is pretty interesting to talk to. Let I'll believe come. it when I see it. You've you've had a guest coming for months now. <laughs> no, this is like a guest that can come. Like it's literally, April. like every month, it's like, oh, I have, I have, I have a guest. Don't worry, it's in the works. It's like, I'm like okay, this one is right. in the works. I'm gonna ask them, but it just depends how much time they have and how much time you have. Mm-hmm. It's all about timing. Yeah, yeah. We'll just make it for two weeks from now. I have time. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, what do we learn today? Death sucks. Yes, and you have to let her process it. You know, if you're if you are talking to somebody that has had someone pass away and you don't know what to say, there's uh, I got this advice from a book called Plan B, and it basically says that there's three things they can tell somebody that's grieving, and that's number one, uh, the feelings that you're having aren't permanent. The uh, this event, this thing that is happening to you, doesn't have to affect your whole life, so it's not pervasive. And this thing that is happening is not happening to you. It is just something that's happening. So don't take it personally. Those are the three P's. And uh, there's a fourth thing that I got from the book is 
and this weirdly is going to be is going to sound like counterintuitive, but um, it's not the worst thing that can happen. That sounds horrible. Is the is the, is the poor horrible. thing. Yeah. You know, I thought it sounded horrible until uh, the lady that wrote it was uh, named Cheryl, Han- uh, Cheryl Sandberg. And what happened to her was she went on vacation. So it's her and I think she has like two or three kids. Mm-hmm. And um, and her husband goes to the gym every morning, right? Gym, so, yeah, gym bro. Uh, one morning, they her husband went to the gym. Her and uh, another family that they went on vacation with went out to the beach. And then the husband like never came to join them. And then they found that her husband like had died while exercising what? in the morning. Yeah. He just had a heart attack. Boom. Just died. Or maybe it was an aneurysm. I think he had an aneurysm. And then, um, she was talking to somebody like a close friend of hers and, and the friend told her, you know, like things could be worse. No. And at first she was like, what? Like, why would you say that? Like, why? Like, and, and he just looked at her and goes like, you know, he could have had an aneurysm while driving your kids to school, right? And then that made her pause and go like, yeah, that would have well, been Obviously, worse. there's always something bad, worse that can happen. But it's like, why? Well, because what that does, so what that winds up doing is it, it puts uh, everything into perspective, right? In that, like, it gives you, like, there's, like, another guy named Boethius who wrote a whole book about this, like, I don't know, 1,500 years ago. Uh, and he basically just, just goes through that, that same kind of thinking too of like, yeah, like, like sometimes the most helpful thing to do when everything is going wrong for you is to look at the bright side. Trying, bro. I'm trying. Yeah. Trying, bro. I'm trying. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But time will fix it. I hope I got to deal with my crap. This block needs to end. All right. Cry and stuff, but I can't cry. It's yeah. literally blocked. Like it's, I feel like it's a plug. Like I feel it welling up and it just it leaves. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All, All right. right. This has been the Generational Divide. You can find me on Instagram at steve.a.flores. You can find me at Jason Maddox underscore. And yeah. Yeah. And if you want to email us, maybe email us a question or a topic or someone you want us to talk to. Uh, you can go ahead and do that at the generational divide at skiff.com. Skiff mm-hmm. is spelled S K I F F. S K I F F. All right. All right. Peace out, everyone. Have a good day. And we'll see you in all. Oh, we'll see you in two weeks. You'll see us next week, right? That's right. That's how that works. Yeah. That's right. All right. Peace <laughs> all right. out. See ya.